Welcome to Business Matters with host Rob Capello, a podcast where we open the conversation on what matters for business. We would like to thank your sponsor, Valley First Credit Union, a member-owned financial cooperative serving the Okanagan, Similkameen, and Thompson. They offer a wide range of banking and investment services for individuals and families. Valley First also has a talented business and commercial team to provide the expertise, products, and services local businesses need to grow and thrive. Great. Good morning, everyone. Uh, welcome to our Business Matters live stream. Uh, my name is Rob Capel. I'm VP Business Development now Media Group, and I'll be moderating today's session. Uh, we are live streaming on Zoom and on Facebook, and uh, the recording will be available afterwards as well. So um, we'd like to welcome Darcy today, so Darcy Nairos. So as we, as we continue to kind of go through COVID-19, there's lots of changes every day. One thing we want to do is we're dedicated to helping our local businesses and local partners and advertisers and so forth, and we're excited to have Darcy here today. One thing that's come to the forefront during this time is that you know, we live in an amazing place. So the Okanagan is very accommodating. There's parts of Canada that were, you know, couldn't even go outside because of weather, whatever it may be, but we have a playground and we're able to at least be able to, you know, enjoy somewhat uh, the outdoors as much as possible. So, so given that we're going to talk about real estate today and, and, you know, how it's, we all know how important it is to our economy, especially the local economy, literally millions of dollars it brings into our local economy. And, and because of we're such a desirable place to live, you know, we're going to talk to Darcy about, you know, is it heightened? Are people, are, are more people looking at this market as a place to move? Um, you know, what's happened to construction? Interest rates are low. So what does that mean? Uh, and so forth. So we've got a lot we're going to talk about. And um, good. before um, no one wants to hear me talk anymore, let's get started. So Darcy, right. um, welcome to the to the call. Um, for those that don't know Darcy, he's... Um, uh, he's got lots of real estate in his blood. He's we used to work with uh, in the real estate marketing in the Lower Mainland with the likes of Rennie and Bosa. Um, also worked in media, which right. I just found out a few months ago when we were chatting. Is that uh, Darcy uh, led the real estate division of the Vancouver Sun and Province newspapers, and also launched a magazine called West Coast Homes and Design, which I hear is still active today. That it is, it is, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, um, in well. two thousand and eight, June two thousand eight. Darcy loved, fell in love with the Okanagan lifestyle and then moved his family here and started Nairos and Associates and probably not the best time in 2008 to start in real estate. Well, you know, some people uh, would look at it as not the best time, but for us and our company, it was actually perfect timing <clears throat> because we deal with uh, developers <clears throat> and with developers uh, when the market had turned. So in 2008, the market had turned. And you can see we're sitting here today. So we survived that turn as well. Yeah. Uh, they needed help in uh, finding buyers and getting people to the paper. So it actually worked out well for us because of our experience with Polygon, with Salterra, Rennie, Boza, uh, and, and with my media experience with the Vancouver Sun and Province and the Real Estate Weekly. It allowed us to look outside the box and say, okay, people aren't just coming up and saying, I want to buy this home. You had, you had to actually show the features, the benefits. You had to figure out what marketing is going to work. You had to price it, uh, not aggressive. You just had to price it to the current market situation, just like any market. So we did that. We worked hard. Like I tell everyone, if you get up and put two feet on the ground every morning, I think you're going to do well at whatever you do. And we pulled through 2008. 
And what that allowed us to do was to create a niche in Kelowna because people started to hear who we were and what we did, mainly for developments. I mean, we do a lot of resale and used uh, real estate as well. But uh, it allowed us to be able to take a foothold in a real estate market that wasn't, uh, nobody was in it. So that helped us from 2008. Now we're going through a very similar situation. Obviously, different style of situation because it was not real estate directed. Right, right. Yeah. So, but there, but there's an overflow, right? And and that's what I wanted to focus on um, initially is the current market conditions. So uh, I was watching some of your content on your Saturday today on sort of the market update. And one thing you 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 say is like this: the data we see in April is is typically you know behind because that's the way real estate deals work. But um, so one of the things I look at is again doing some research that you see stats out there saying you know the market sales are down 60 70 some are 60 some 70 some higher percent down but how is that different because we hear those stats about Canada but we live in Kelowna so in the Okanagan how has COVID affected the real estate market differently than the rest of Canada? Well I think we all had to put in some protocols so I mean across Canada um, we also initially we were, it was unknown. So we were all kind of stepping back saying, well, what should we do? So we did close all of our developments and we went to by appointment based only, which we always have been doing that way. We just had regular open hours. So now we just restricted that to a little bit more, uh, if you want to call it qualified buyers so that we made sure because people still have to buy and sell, still need a home. So we wanted to make sure that we didn't forget about those people. And what we saw in all of Canada, and you know, we talked about why would people move here and what makes uh, Kelowna a little more isolated is we normally have what we call a spring market. So we normally see an increase in buyers, but biggest thing is we see an increase of listings as we move into the spring and summer. Well, we didn't see that in April because obviously March and April, we got hit with the COVID situation. So some people that didn't need to sell right away held back and waited. We even suggested with some people, let's just hang on a couple of weeks to see what direction we're going to go into. Because we always like to price the home in three different categories, but really what it is, is the current market situation. So if we don't know what it is, we can always tell you what the last three months have done, Mm -hmm. but we can only forecast what the next three, six, nine, 12 months are going to do. So what we saw in April, we were 14% down over last April's listings. So April was normally the good spring market listings. Well, we didn't see those listings come out. So when people are out there looking, we may have had less sales, but we also had less listings. So we saw multiple offers still happening through March and April. Mm -hmm. Because certain areas are just less out there or less quality of listings out there. So is that, um, uh, you're seeing that in your business, do you, is, is that sort of a market trend in Kelowna though? Are you seeing the supply and demand that you just mentioned or is, is that uh, common across the market itself completely? It, it is. I mean, there are, we, we call them silos. So we do have the single family, the strata, right. the lots. So each one really has a different buying group. I mean, the lots for the most case are builders because most people, they don't understand the fundamentals of buying a lot and building and how everything kind of fits into place. So it is more builders doing that. So when we see the single family in the strata, which is condos or townhomes, that will differ. But what people don't, people see COVID as a situation for strata, 
what we saw was in early of 2020, the insurance premiums go through the roof because there's only one insurer. So that changed the strata fees and the budget for all the strata corporations. So just that alone started to kind of put a little bit of a, a, a downward pressure on the strata product. Right. So we even saw with some of these new developments that uh, may have created the budget two years ago, started selling two years ago, high rise downtown, for example, they just started closing, but their budgets and everything were done two years ago. Hmm. And they had insurers to choose from. Now their insurance went up from 60, I think it was 68,000 to $186,000 a year. So what that did was that increased the strategies. Now, the problem with the developers is they get hit just as hard because they can't forecast that. So they actually have to pay that plus a penalty because they have to come in with strict rules on their budgets. So that's a new development. But there's a lot of used homes out there that now got hit with a 30 to 50% increase in strategies. So we're also seeing people saying, well, is this going to change? Is the government going to step in and say, we need to help because we can't have one insurer monopolizing and, and making what premiums they want to. Right. So we, we have seen a bit of a decrease in condos and townhomes. Right. Because the, and the more used ones, and it all depends on how many, uh, you know, how many leaks and how many repairs and how many insurance claims they've had, that will also alter it. So, you know, we're, we're starting to see, like currently we're about <clears throat> just shy of 2,900 listings. Okay. So, I mean, but that's from Pentic, that's from Peachland, Big White, Beaverdale, Fintry, all the way in between. The whole area, right. So that's 2,800, but we're talking the vast majority of everything. Right. What, what are you seeing? I, I, I was reading reports that CMHC is saying that they're predicting we won't see pricing recovery for over two years. Are, are, are we, I, I use the word sheltered, no pun intended, are we a little bit more sheltered in where we live? Or, or you know, what are you seeing for market prices right now? Are, are, are they going up? Are they going down? Or are they pretty static? Well, you know, and it's great. CMHC is great. I mean, I read that uh, article and you know what, they're, they're talking about Canada in general. Right. Yeah. And I mean, we're looking at, you know, let's just Vancouver, Toronto, yeah. Alberta. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, just give you a little uh, snippet. We just had a offer come through on a new townhome that we have and our townhomes we price and there's no negotiating. Right. So this home was listed at five thirty nine nine. Right. So we had someone from Edmonton say, I want to buy this home. And they sent us an offer through their lawyer at 480. And we had to explain to them <clears throat> that we're, we're a little different here. We, we are pricing our stuff to the current market, which that price we have sold. Well, I would say we probably sold a dozen in that development this year already mm. at, at full market price. But somebody from Edmonton is thinking, well, their market softened. So right. I want to buy, and they want to buy a second home here. Yeah. So they're saying, well, it must be the same. So, but we're not seeing that here. So yes, CMHC is very broad, but we're also seeing here that because we've had, now we are seeing the listings come up, but because right. the listings are coming up, <clears throat> but I also look at it, it since COVID. So since January, February, this, this year was actually starting off to, to 
exceed last year. Mm -hmm. So we were excited because last year we had a great year and we were going to exceed yeah. last year. And of course, when COVID hit, we all had to take a step back because yeah. we didn't know what was going to happen. Yeah. But let's just look at Vancouver and Toronto for an example. Right. So if you live in Vancouver and Toronto and COVID hit and their um, cases are going through the roof compared to what we are. Right. And then they look at it and they say, well, I live in a condo and we're, we're stacked on top of each other. If, if I could find somewhere to live and I could sell my million plus condo and actually buy a home and have a little bit more space and a little bit more outdoor space, where right. would I go? Yeah. I don't know. Kelowna sounds amazing. A pretty good place to be. Amazing. Yeah. Right. And yeah. you know, I guess Alberta's uh, it's a bit tougher for them right now because you need someone to buy that home to be able to right. cycle through and buy so a home. Sell. Yeah. But I mean, you look at uh, Vancouver and Toronto, they're still having great. Uh, we talk to developers and realtors all the time in actually both cities. They're still selling. Sure. They may not be getting uh, multiple offers, $500,000 over asking. Right. Right. You know, I mean, sure. We saw that and sometimes through the years, but they, we're just being a little more realistic. So, so are, are you seeing, are, are you seeing more leads from out of, outside the market now? Like, is, is it, is there, is there a growth in leads from outside of the Okanagan right now? Or is it same as year over year for you? Uh, you know, <laughs> I guess percentage yeah. wise. So what happens is, Usually every spring, we get a huge influx of inquiries from mainly back east. Okay. And that's usually because they say, I can't handle one more winter. winter. <laughs> I can't handle this. And then sometimes, so we always say when they call us, it's a three-year cycle. Right. When their first call comes through, because they'll, they'll sit in, let's just say, anywhere back east. All of a sudden, summer comes, they're like, it's not so bad. Then they'll hit the winter again. Then it's like, they're that much closer. So we always see that. But we are seeing a lot more inquiries, not necessarily they haven't come out yet, but they're coming out saying, we want to make a change uh, with the new business models that we're seeing with a lot more, um, well, they're from home or mm -hmm. online like we're doing now. So if they can do that, they're saying, well, hold on, I can live anywhere. So we have a gentleman from Cochrane, Alberta. He has got a job out here. He has moved out here, mm -hmm. but he's having trouble selling his house. So he's living out here. He's already working, but for him to actually purchase, right, he's got to have that one sell. And it's uh, it's, geez, it's been probably five months. Mm -hmm. So we are seeing a little bit of a, a hurdle, right, on that aspect. We've got a ton of people that might be renting here because they they're either waiting for the home to sell or they're renting their place out. They still need the equity though. With people working from home now, you mentioned that so. Uh, are, 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 is that going to affect condo sales as well? Like, are people looking for more space at home, you think? Is that, because I think a lot, I, I suspect we're not really sure. We don't know what the future is going to hold up. More businesses are like, hey, people can work from home and it's okay. Maybe we'll have smaller offices. People can work from, are you seeing people wanting to, I was reading, I think I was watching a video today that micro condos are right now, you know, 600, 500 square foot are probably not where you want to spend all your days with, you know, spouse and kids. So right. are people buying more space now as well? Well, I think when you come from anywhere to here, you're going to get more space. We okay. do have a few micro suites here, but right. for the most case, we've always built larger homes. We haven't had to, because of price, we haven't had to shrink them. Right. You know, I remember when we were selling high rise down in Vancouver, we're selling 300, 550 square foot condos. 
-hmm. and it's a couple, you know, they're buying and they're, they're thinking that they've just won the lottery because they're, they're able to get into the market downtown. Right. For the most case, we are seeing larger homes are buying or townhomes. Townhomes are a huge hit. Uh, we are starting to see condos now because townhomes are starting to rise in price. Right. But, you know, it's funny. We just sold a gentleman uh, the penthouse at Ella. Mm. And he works from home. Now, mm. you know, he, uh, it is an a elite penthouse. Right. But he bought that because he can work from home. So he did want the... He did want to be able to see the view, yep. have, he didn't want to maintain a house right? because he was a, uh, you know, pretty much a single gentleman. Yes. So we are billing, we are seeing high rises come up downtown right now. Right. Uh, right. We do have daily weekly, which that'll be interesting to see mm -hmm. uh, because a lot of uh, mortgages and, and uh, banks won't necessarily insure daily weekly because they're calling resort based. So mm -hmm. there's a lot more risk. Mm -hmm. Um, but we're seeing a lot more people saying, well, hey, if I can live here and work from home, even part-time, and they still have a small office, I mean, all of our townhomes are anywhere from 1,200 to 2,300 square feet. Right, right. Yeah. So we're not so that's ample space to find a, yeah. you know, a, a, a den. And right. we're, we're trying to make the den smaller now because we're not saying you don't have 10 filing cabinets, right. two desks, uh, you know, a massive old computer. So we're seeing that the dens can be a lot more um, compact. Right. So it's a smaller space that they need for a den. Right. Yeah. Which makes sense. So you mentioned, um, I do want to talk about some of your uh, developments is that you mentioned before that, you know, they, some of them paused. Um, was that COVID related that they were paused or were they paused for other reasons or were they related to what's happening in the market right now? You know what, it was, it was COVID related. So okay. we, uh, most of our developments were actually moving into a new phase release or actually a grand opening. Okay. So when COVID started, we said, well, hold on, before we just move along uh, as normal, let's just make sure we know what's going on. So we did put everything on hold, right. um, but we didn't put the, oh my gosh, it's COVID, we're closed. Right. Right. We just, yeah, we just said, you know, because we were intending to close down for a very short time, to release the next phase. Right. So we just put the signs up saying we're releasing the next phase. And we, we made an executive decision, which I think now is actually perfect timing. We're releasing them all May 30th. Mm -hmm. So they're all coming back out Saturday, May 30th. So we had set that date. We just said like, let's work towards that date. Whatever happens prior, we'll deal with it. But that sounds like a safe date. So some developments are opening this weekend. Okay. Some have opened last weekend, but we said, listen, we're still available by appointment, right? But we're going to resume, you know, usually Saturday, Sunday open house hours right. on the thirtieth. But we're coming out with a new phase on each one, which was okay. supposed to come out probably in March, March, April. Right. So we've got new product, uh, and with these interest rates, I just talked to uh, Michelle B from uh, DLC Homeline Mortgages, and you can get now. There's always some restrictions around right. it, but you can get a three-year fix for two point two nine. Yeah. And a five year for 2.29. Yeah, it's crazy. Eh? It, it's literally free money. Yeah. So we're seeing people, they're able to bump their their right. their purchase price. Right. Right. But we so have I think you're launching four or five new developments, or like I think while well, saying new, new phases, new like right. Is it, right? Like yeah. you're, you're on May 30th, so there's four or five new ones gonna be. Yeah. So we have uh, Nature's Gate in Tells Ridge. Right. We're releasing the third building. Okay. So we've already sold 
80% of the first two buildings, but we actually have the first building now finished. And we have one home that we can show people up to June 16th. So they can actually see the finishings, which is phenomenal. Right. So we're releasing uh, four more there. Uh, Bricks, which is a high-end townhome mm -hmm. community downtown. Yeah. We're releasing the last seven, but what we're doing is we actually have a display home there. So okay. we had to wait for the display home to finish. Okay. So that's actually going to be finished today, but we're opening May 30th. Okay. Uh, Ascend, which is our actual new grand opening one that was supposed to open in March. Right. Okay. That'll be a whole new community release in Black Mountain of 26 townhomes on May 30th. Uh, Rock Ridge, we're down to our last 11 homes from 76 homes in Lake Country. And of course, Apex, we're releasing phase four. So we've uh, sold one and two fully out. We're about 50% through phase three, but some of the product is all sold. So we're releasing the fourth phase. And I mean, we, we have townhomes as low as 399. Hmm. So, so you're, gonna be, you're gonna be busy May 30th, it sounds like. Uh, yes, yes. <laughs> so where, we, where we do you have a good team? Where do you think the buyers are gonna come from? From because there's a lot of product that you're launching May 30th. So are, where do you where do you think the buyers are gonna come from? Is it gonna be local, out of market, mixture? What are you thinking? I, I still think a majority will be from local. Okay. Uh, we we are seeing there's a lot of buyers out there that are actually just sitting on the fence. Mm. So they're saying, yeah, I want to buy but I just want to make sure I double check with either my employment right. or something else doesn't kind of skew sideways. Right. So we're seeing them sitting on the sidelines and we're okay. Cause we're not opening until the 30th anyways, but we're also right. now marketing to get it out there to tell people, yes, it is coming on May 30th right. and uh, ascend, which is the new one coming. We have a couple hundred people chomping at the bit. So out of that, I mean, you know, we were releasing 10, if we can get, you know, four to six sold in the first week, That'd be great. Right. Then they'll obviously start the next phase as well. Right. But, uh, you know, we are still seeing again, Vancouver, they're coming up, uh, and which is crazy. We're actually having realtors bring their clients up, <laughs> you know, so, you know, we don't know if they're buying second homes or they're just trying to move up here, but they're actually bringing them up themselves, which, uh, you know, it's a little tougher because they don't know the markets. So we have to help them a bit more. Right. right. Uh, but uh, again, Alberta, we got a ton of calls, but it's still that hurdle of, I got to sell to buy. Right. Uh, Saskatchewan, mm. you know, mm. we had a, we just sold a 2.8, uh, $2,830,000 single family home. Now they moved in in March mm. and uh, they're from back East. They'd already been living here a year uh, and renting. So now they're ready to take the plunge. Right. So, so when you say, are they from out of town? Some of them are, but they've already kind of they set their roots. Yeah. yeah. And they, I think what a lot of them do is they say, well, I want to live here, but if I rent, I can get an idea before I take the plunge and spend the, right. you know, and we're seeing if you're buying between six and eight fifty nine hundred thousand, 900,000, that's a tough bracket to be in because mm -hmm. there's not, there's listings out there, but there's, it's like looking at five cars and three of them are ready to, maybe need a big, huge reno and one or two of them are nicely reno. We're seeing that where you might have a selection, but it narrows down pretty quickly. Yeah. And the other buyers are narrowing it down to the same ones. Fair enough. With, with the new developments coming online or new phases, how are you guys ensuring you're meeting, um, you know, complying with social distancing or physical distancing, I should say, like, yeah. are, are you guys still doing by appointment only? How are you going to navigate that? 
So we've always done by appointment only. Okay. However, we because of Saturday, Sunday, we have left it open for a four hour span for just the general public to come. Right. Uh, but what we try to do is if we can, we if they call us, we do try to qualify them way ahead because right. we don't want them to waste their time too. If they are looking for you know, a five bedroom and all we have are two bedrooms left, we, right. we just make sure that they're not wasting their time. But what we're doing right now, especially with resale and showing homes now, I mean, we just listed a home on Hubbard, a fantastic price. And we listed it last night. We have three people looking at it this morning mm -hmm. and it's a resale. And all we're saying is uh, we prefer you don't wear gloves right. because if you're going to 10 homes and you touch everything in all 10 homes, right. it doesn't matter what we've done. It's exactly. now spread from right. one to the other. Fair enough. So what we're saying is if it's our listing, we're saying to the seller, Turn all the lights on, open any of the doors that think someone will want to open. And then we ask the realtor to open the lockbox, open the door and nobody touch anything else. And we do hope, we do ask that they have wipes when they come and go. So they have their own wipes because they have to go to one, two, five or 10 homes anyways. Right. That's what we do. All of our team have a, a big bin of wipes so that we yeah. can wash, wipe our hands before we go in and when we come out. Right. So, and you know what, if, we normally look at it if we're at a development on the weekend and if we see four to six people in four hours, we're busy right. because we want to take the time to showcase and um, just inform them of just the location and the community. So that takes half an hour. Right. So we, we prefer not it to be a, and we'll just ask them to either walk around, but I mean, everyone, Everyone knows the situation now. Everyone knows sure. the protocol. So for the most part, everyone's good with it. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, are you, um, you've been through downturns before. So, uh, you know, we talked about starting in 2008. So how does this compare to the other ones you've been through? For, I'm, I'm specifically around the real estate side as I'm, I'm thinking right now. Well, I've actually been in real since real estate since 1996. Okay. So you've seen a few. So we have seen... Uh, I remember selling downtown. We had a high rise downtown, beautiful. We, it was like, we couldn't give them away. <laughs> so we were selling them for very low pricing, right? Literally three years later, these people were doubling their, their mm -hmm. sale price. And what it is, we always tell people, if you're looking to buy as a home to live in is your primary home, right? We don't think you can go wrong over renting, right? Because the interest rates are so low. If you're paying X for rent, you're paying Y for the mortgage. The biggest thing is the down payment. If you have it and you're buying primary, that's going to probably be anywhere from one to 10 years. Because if you're buying to live in, you're not having to sell tomorrow as an investment. Right. So if you're buying for investment, there's short-term and long-term investments. If you're buying for long-term, when we say, listen, as long as you don't have to sell at a certain time, do it. Because we always say there's never a bad time to buy. Exactly. It's when you have to sell, yeah. Yeah. we have to look at the market. Yeah. So we've seen people either sell today and make 300,000, sell a week later, make 200 or sell today. And the next person made a hundred, mm -hmm. you know, we, we can't forecast it, but as long as you're happy with when you do sell or you don't have to sell in the market, it's not the, the greatest. And I've seen it. I've seen it probably three or four times. Right. The market turn uh, when we moved here in 08, uh, you know, people were buying, I mean, we had a lot of investors too. So mm -hmm. we had a lot of people buying on investment. And again, some people just didn't have the capital or the, 
the strength to hold through some of the times where the home is right. vacant and stuff. So you're going to see that. You're going to see that in a good market. You're going to see it in a bad market. We're going to see foreclosures in a good market and in a bad market. Absolutely. So, yeah. yeah. So where, where do you, where do you see it? Where a half hour goes fast. Where do you see the opportunities in real estate for the next eight to 12 months? Like if, if you, uh, if you had to kind of, um, pick some highlights or some takeaways on where you see there's opportunity for, for either investors or, or just people looking to get into the real estate. So uh, let's talk new for a sec. So sure. with new, there's a lot of either building code requirements that have changed okay. over the last few years. So you are getting, a, you, your home is a lot uh, more stringent in structure and built. Okay. Uh, so what we always say, if you buy pre-sale, you're buying in today's market. And if it's not ready for 9, 12, 14, 16, 18 months, you're buying in today's market and closing, paying the money to own it in this market. So if you do that and the market's moving up, you've just literally made money without even owning it. Right. Just the down payment. Right. So if you've got the time and you're renting or you live with the parents and doing that, or you're moving here and you have the time. Buying a pre-sale is great because you can choose your color scheme. You can choose your upgrades. You can do all that. That's great. Uh, buying first into a new development because uh, a lot of times we need financial commitments. Mm. So we need pre-sales. So once we get those pre-sales, we usually will see a bit of a bump because we made that or because the community is starting to take shape. Right. People are like, I should have bought here a year ago. I should have bought two years ago. Yeah. Uh, and then, you know what? In resale, uh, I think the the condos are still great the townhomes are still great even though that's the insurance thing i think that's going to work itself out it's going to take a you're taking a bit of a hit this year because right. of the premiums but if you can find a great condo uh kind of lower mission um i would probably my worry is around the university right now right is because i'm hearing that they might do a lot of online education next year at the universities well, if that happens, let's just say they cut the attendance by 50%. Well, all those uh, condos sitting out there, mm -hmm. they need to be rented. They will be empty from probably March this year. And if this happens, you're looking until January with some of these homes sitting empty. Right. And they get high dollars during school season. Right. And in the summer, they either stay empty or very low. Right. So I would probably caution people on that area right. but you know what we're also seeing uh if you look at new homes and if they've been sitting for a bit not that you think you're going to get a screaming deal but what's happened is a year or two old house to build them nowadays the cost there's dcc costs which is development cost charges have gone up so if you look at a home one to three years ago versus today it's going to cost you more to build that same house right so if you want a new home the one to three years is very, very, they're pretty much new. So you got to look at that because the, the cost to build now, the land costs are quite a bit higher. Yeah, interesting. I, I think the, to sum it up though, I, I, there's two sides. One, there's, there's um, this market isn't affected similar as we are across Canada. I think that's safe to say. And I think people read sometimes stats and hear reports and 
think it's the same in their own backyard, but, but it's not. So, you know, one of the things I know, Darcy, you're big on is that if, you know, if people are seeing data out there or stats out there to reach out to you. So you can find out what does it mean for this local market? So anyone that's listening to this, if, you know, if there's questions around that, please do reach out to Darcy or myself and I can connect with Darcy and, and he can answer those questions for it and how it's effective. So that's one side. And the other side is it, it sounds like, you know, obviously there's a downturn for sure, but there's, there's, it sounds like there's positive energy. There's, there's cautious energy. Maybe there, you know, that optimism that, that the market is, is, you know, people are still looking at the Okanagan as a place to move and live and, and hopefully there's some dollars exchanged and we can support the local, continue to support the local market. Absolutely. I mean, that's where I look at Kelowna. We have the local mm -hmm. uh, buying group, yeah. but then we're lucky enough to have everyone. And I'm talking from around the world. When we look at our stats on our website, we are getting people from around the world look at homes. Right. So we're not just a Canadian um, destination. You know, exactly. Yeah. Uh, now, of course, you know, we have the time to get through with the travel and all that kind of stuff, but people are still looking and they do take time before they make the plunge. So I'm okay with them doing the research now anyways, because this is what they do for one to three years before they finally make their final decision. So uh, I still think that we're a great location. I moved here in 2008, and now I've had uh, two brothers move here. A friend I grew up since we were six years old moved here, and each one of them have said this is the best thing we ever did. Yeah, that's excellent. So, well, thank you, Darcy. Thank you for joining us today. Uh, I know I said the half hour goes quickly. You might have to get you back on to talk about what the market looks like a month from now, too. So it'd be good. Absolutely. To well, we, we do monthly market videos. So, uh, yeah. Awesome. So you can go to Darcy's website, Nairos and Associates, to uh, what's the web URL, Darcy? Uh, Clonerealestatepros.com. So you guys can see the monthly update that Darcy's doing. Again, thank you, Darcy, for joining us. I really Thanks, appreciate Rob. it. Uh, recordings available on Facebook. Um, and everyone, enjoy the rest of your day. And thank you for tuning into Business Matters. Awesome. Thanks, Darcy. Take care. Bye. Thanks for listening to another episode of Business Matters with host Rob Capello. If you're interested in being on the show, reach out to us and join the conversation.